0: Tony Galichon is mildly perturbed by... Virgin Media Hello, Um, it's been a little while since I've done one of these. Uh, so, first of all, there's, it's more than just Virgin Media I'm going to be moaning about. <laughs> um, first of all, an apology. My voice appears to be absolutely everywhere on the site nowadays. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm completely sick of it. <laughs> I mean, if you listen to the latest uh, proper podcast, I have no idea what Adam's called it, actually. God knows. Uh, anyway... Um, yeah, I do tend to take up a, the lion's share, especially the convention thing, so we are sort of, um, we're, we're taking measures to try and change that a little bit, uh, basically we're going to start talking about stuff in which I have no idea whatsoever, so there's no choice for me but to just sit there quietly and nod, which comes over really well on an audio broadcast, um, so fingers crossed um, it'll be a little bit more even in the future. And the sound quality would be a bit better. I mean, Adam's done wonders with buying the uh, equipment. Um, However, I screwed up the edit uh, on podcast number three just a little bit. Uh, It's not too bad. You know, it's okay. It's doable. But every now and again, there's a slight cock up. Uh, And you know what I'm like. I I do tend to be a little bit of a perfectionist sometimes. Okay, so a couple of things. First of all, um, I'll come on to Virgin Media in a moment. What I want to talk about, first of all, is Jersey. I come from Jersey. Uh, I don't live there nowadays. I've been in England, gosh, 18 years now. Um, which is, frankly, depressing. <laughs> I know there's people going to be sat there and they go, why don't you go home? Well, I would if I could. Um, but at the same time, there's nothing there for me. Uh, well, apart from my mum and dad... Uh, but it'll take just too long and too much and everything else. I'd like to go back over there. Um, so, I've been looking at the news pages of Jersey. Now, Jersey's always had a very funny way of doing things. I don't know if it's a backwards thing. I, part of me thinks it's almost like the Vicar of Dibley uh, Parish Council, to be honest with you. Uh, anyway, the Jersey has its own government, the States of Jersey. And... It used to be that every member of the states would stand on their own platform. There were no party politics as such. Um, You got judged on what you either could do or on your past record, uh, depending whether you'd already been in power or not. And over the past couple of years, somehow a group of people have managed to change the way that Jersey is governed. Um... ...purely so that their little cliquey leader can become First Minister. Uh, and Yes, Mr Walker, I'm referring to you. And they've done this without a referendum. Um, which surely can't be legal. Uh, as a result, they've now got power, and it's... Uh, I'm reading these stories, and it's just getting worse over there. It, it, it's terrible. And what's really bugging me is people aren't doing anything about it. Um, they've got a thing now, uh, the health minister. I mean, we didn't used to have ministers, for heaven's sakes. And they've turned it into a ministerial form of government with hopefully party politics to follow. It's ludicrous. Um, but uh, the health minister's got into trouble because he slagged off the children's department, sacked the old constable of St Lawrence, Iris Lefebvre, and... Oh... It's a joke. The guy's position is completely untenable, but he's hanging on, thinking he's brilliant. It's going to be very interesting to see just how that sort of pans out. Um, so, reading that and thinking, dear God, you know what the hell's going on? Then I read something else uh, to do with planning. Now, overlooking the harbour in Jersey is, uh, well, um, an old fort called Fort Regent. Now, that was converted into a leisure complex. And they built a large dome over the top of part of it. Uh, and it became a very recognisable part of the Jersey skyline. Now, uh, people obviously wanted the fort to be listed, you know, so a pr- protected building. Yes, fine, says the bloke responsible for it. But I'm not going to make the dome part of the list, because, quite frankly, I don't like it. Oh. Okay, so just because you don't like it, it's not going to actually be protected. Right, Um, okay. I mean, there are arguments for and against listing it. I mean, it is an addition to the fort, but at the same time, it is now a very recognisable part of the Jersey skyline. And if they had some. just use their common sense, they could use Fort Regent for so many things. Back when I was living there, it was a great place to go. Fantastic leisure complex. Now, apparently, it's dead in the water, from what I've been told. Anyway, so I'm reading that. A few days later, a leaked document gets put online that basically says, oh, um, yes, the dome's going to be demolished because it's all going to be sold off to private developers for housing and this, that, and it. I mean, come on, guys. I mean, I don't know what the hell they're putting in the water over in Jersey. But you're tortoises... Your heads are stuck on your shells. You should be out there, you should be on the streets, and you should be bloody well doing something about it and standing up and protesting. The tortoises need to stampede. Enough is enough. I mean if I was over there I'd <laughs> I'd probably be running some form of protest group or something like that. I can't obviously I can't do it from over here in England. But I am so angry about the state jerseys in at the moment. And I'm not so much the islanders, or anything else, like that, but the, the way that it's governed—rotten um, borough, as private eye might have it—I'm uh, going to keep a very close eye on this because it's, it's a subject extremely dear to my heart. Anyway, six minutes in, and it's time to actually get to the main part: Virgin Media. Um, any of you listening to the Now Show on Channel on Radio Four, sorry, will be familiar, possibly, with Marcus Brigstock's rants against BT Broadband. I'm having interesting fun with Virgin Media. I've had an ongoing sort of argument with them, basically, that uh, because I am poor, and the bank account I have will not support a direct debit payment, um, Virgin Media want to charge me, who in fact are charging me, £5 a month uh, for the privilege of not paying by direct debit. Now I actually pay by um, something called PayPoint, so there is no paper trail as such it all gets done electronically but it doesn't matter people who can't, don't pay by direct debit pay an extra five or a month that includes people who pay by credit card online or anything else like that it is blatant profiteering frankly so as a way of rebelling against this I've cancelled down my TV package so I don't pay for television I've basically knocked off 15 quid a month off my bill um, Screw! Them. I don't watch much television nowadays anyway But it gets worse. Their customer care has basically gone completely loony. And in case you're wondering what that strange scampering noise is, it's my cat having fun killing a toy mouse. Bless. (laughs) Okay, I'll tell you the story. I'm online, and next thing I know, uh, suddenly I'm not online anymore. Ooh, 3.30 I think on a Wednesday afternoon. I think it was a Wednesday. Um, Okay, not a problem. Uh, We shall phone up uh, Virgin and find out what happens. Now, I'm going to make something very clear right here and now. And it's a shame that I actually have to. Uh, I don't have a problem with anybody's race, skin colour, religion, sexuality, gender, um, their colour, creed, anything like that. It's what a person says and what a person does. That is what makes the difference. It's also, to a certain extent and in certain Um, situations, a person's suitability for the job they're doing. Virgin have cancelled their automatic broadband support thing. Uh, You have to basically you used to just phone 150 and you can choose between television internet, phone support, anything else like that. Um, However, because apparently they were getting some very silly um... (laughs) calls to their broadband centre uh, <laughs> they've decided they're going to actually change it to a premium rate um, phone number uh, it's 10p to, co- no sorry 25 pence to connect and then 10 pence. no, the other way around 10 pence to connect, 25p a minute after that um, and if the fault isn't your fault, you'll get it refunded apparently now they have three call centres, one in Scotland one in Liverpool and one in India Guess where I kept getting put through to. I don't have a problem with Indian people. I, lovely, lovely people. You know, great, wonderful, fantastic. But these people are not natural English speakers. And they're following a script, probably being paid crappy wages in a horrible little sweatshop somewhere. And, uh, hello Coco, you do killing things, are you? That's nice. So he's still off like... Still off on one, I'm afraid. He's sitting here killing something else. Now, go on, eat my hand. Thank you very much. (laughs) Anyway. So, it's very difficult when you're trying to go through something technical. Will you stop doing that? (laughs) When you're trying to go through something technical um, to... Go on, down. 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 (laughs) Sorry, folks. That's the trouble of doing these live without editing. Anyway. um, Excuse me. It's very difficult to have a technical conversation with these people... ...if all they're doing is sticking to a script. Great. Wonderful. Fantastic. No, it's not. It's not at all. Um, I'm saying one thing to them, and they're basically... They can't understand what I'm saying. Which is a problem. Because I'm saying, look, this has happened... ...and they're just going through their scripts. They can't... As soon as you go off script... They're flummoxed. So I wasn't very happy about this. And I thought, hmm, I'm, I'm going to phone up ordinary customer care. Um, I'm confirmed with the woman that my, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, the premium rate charge would be refunded. And then phoned customer care who said that, yes, it would be refunded, but apparently the woman had cha- charged me for six minutes, when in fact I had only been on the phone for two minutes to her. And I'm starting to think, hang on a second, this is starting to get dodgy again. This is starting to sound like Virgin trying to make more money. Anyway, um, there was still no broadband, and I kept having to contact them. Then I noticed my television was out as well. Uh, I get digital TV of the same company. Uh, as part of a package. And so I contacted them again and got through to India. And guess what? We're going to send out an engineer. It'll be close on two weeks till it gets to you. So you're telling me I'm not going to have any internet or television for nearly two weeks? No. That is the soonest we can send somebody. Right. Um, That's not acceptable. I'm sorry, I'm not having that. So I contacted customer care and eventually got through to England again. Ah, dear. Um, didn't really have much luck. They couldn't work out what the hell was going on. Phone them up the following morning and they said, "Oh, it's all right. We've got uh, we've got a cancellation. We can send the engineer around to you this morning." Great, I thought, wonderful. Bloke turns up, nice bloke. He sort of sits there and he's he, scratching his and I can't work this out. There's nothing actually wrong with it It's not a fault at your end. So it goes down the road to the junction box. This is where it gets better. Um, <laughs> the junction box is so oversubscribed that basically, um, when installers are coming along to fit new Virgin customers uh, into the system, uh, they're having to unplug existing Virgin customers and uh, just unplugged their own people in which frankly isn't very good so what happened to me was I was in the middle of something somebody else came along to install some bloke's internet down the road and just unplugged me to plug this other guy in and it's essentially according to the engineer anyway uh, they've obviously been told to do this they don't have the capacity, therefore, to make sure they can get new customers linked up, they're unplugging existing customers. Um, so it's a merry-go-round, basically. Every now and again, I am going to lose everything um, until i can managed to get an engineer to come out and plug me back in again. I mean, that is disgraceful. It, it, it's absolutely terrible. Anyway, it gets better. Next thing, I get... Uh, The following Friday, there's a a note through my door, basically saying that the engineer has called round. I had to phone them up and say, look, what the hell's going on here? You sent me the engineer last week. Why didn't you cancel the engineer that had been booked for... I'm not, you know, they wanted to charge me for it. I said, I'm sorry, but I'm not charged, you know. (laughs) You shouldn't have sent the engineer in the first place. Ludicrous. Then I get the bill through they charged me for all the premium rate phone calls to the broadband service, which were supposed to be removed. Basically, Virgin's customer care has gone downhill so badly. I mean, the engineer who came out originally was sort of saying, well, you know, well, I'm sorry. I said, well, I appreciate it. It's not your fault, mate. Uh, but he turns around and goes, look, I'm really sorry about this, but I'm getting so many complaints from people about our customer care. So, I doubt anybody from Virgin is actually listening to this. Um, I stand by every word of it, in case you are. But, uh, quite frankly, Virgin are the pits. They really, really are terrible. They are money grabbers, profiteers, and the service they're providing is getting worse and worse and worse. The trouble is, from what I hear, a lot of other... Um, digital providers, be it internet or television or whatever, are quite similar. Though some people do actually like Sky. I have a problem. I'm not going to suckle from the teat of Murdoch. Thank you very much. So uh, there we are. I'm stuck with Virgin and constantly having a nice little war with them. Um, I've got a dig- I've got myself a view box, uh, which is nice, but I'm stuck with them for the internet pain in the ass, if you ask me so anyway, there we go, I'll let you know what happens fun, isn't it, eh? so cheerful and life affirming this particular music oh ah, dear, Doodles for now is extremely distressed to find out that the singer of the rogue trader's song voodoo child is izzy from (laughs) neighbors